in the minimum wage is now $14 an hour, and it has a lot of businesses changing their business plan for 2018. The reason is they just can see that, you know, things are going to be increasing, prices are going to be increasing for everyone. And so they have to find a way to uh, keep their business running. We were talking about this farmer, uh, Kevin Howe, who said that they're going to uh, plant 30% less crops, which means they'll be less harvesting. They'll need less uh, workers for that. But the reason why is that they think that the cost of uh, our local fruit is going to be more than the cheaper imported fruit. And when people are strapped for cash, they're going to be going for the cheap fruit. So they uh, figured that they're um, they're not going to need as much of a supply as well. So they're you know making their concessions. They're trying to make the business work. Another story here that caught my eye is Tim Hortons. Uh, There's a couple of Tim Hortons heirs that own some franchises out in Coburg area. And they are they sent out a letter to their employees. They were told to sign this document acknowledging that they're losing paid breaks, paid benefits and other incentives as a result of the province's minimum wage hike. On the phone right now, Lior Samfiru, host of the Employment Hour tonight at seven o'clock to talk about this. Um. Lior, I immediately thought of you because I have listened to the Employment Hour uh, many a time and I always find it fascinating and very informative. And I know that there is a problem going back on after you've signed a document. So first of all, is it even legal to say to your uh, employees, you don't get a paid break? Thanks, Kelly. Always a pleasure to be back here with you. And and no, the, the answer is, the short answer is no, it's not legal. It's not legal for an employer to change the terms of employment in a significant way. And certainly getting rid of paid breaks and making employees pay for the benefits that otherwise were paid by the company and other types of uh, rights that were taken away is not something an employer is otherwise allowed to do. Now, that said, the fact that it's not allowed does not necessarily mean that there's a way to stop the employer from doing it. What it means is that the employees that are affected have a choice. Mm -hmm. They can choose to accept the change, continue working, or they can choose to treat their employment as being terminated, what we call a constructive dismissal, and leave with their full severance. So that is the choice that employees are going to be faced now that, in this case, the Tim Horton uh, franchise allegedly has implemented changes to the terms of employment. But if you're making minimum wage, and I'm guessing your severance would be based on the minimum wage uh, when it was, you know, at $11, your severance probably isn't going to be that high. Well, you know, it, it really does depend. Let, let's use an example. Let's say this Tim Horton store has an employee that's been there for 10 years, and maybe they're in their 50s. That person, even though they're making minimum wage, could still be owed seven, eight months pay. So even if you're making minimum wage, you know, seven, eight months pay is nothing to scoff at. It's still going to be a substantial amount. But you're absolutely right, though, for a lot of these employees, given what's at stake and how much money they're making, it not it may not be a, a real attractive option to leave employment now. So they'll have potentially no choice but to accept these changes, make mm-hmm. less money, uh, and, and essentially bear the, the brunt of uh, what the employer is doing here. Yeah, well, it, it, apparently, according to the Employment Standards Act, non-union employees in Ontario, uh, this act doesn't require employers to give employees coffee breaks or any other kind of uh, break other than eating periods. So your meal breaks are unplay- unpaid unless your employee has a contract that says, like this former Tim Hortons uh, group of employees say, that they, their contract was that they were going to be paid for meals. So I think it's unusual that we don't you know, allow at least a, a paid lunch hour. It, it is unusual. And, you know, even though, strictly speaking, an employer is not required to provide a paid break, 
if the employer does do that, they're being more generous than they strictly have to, that becomes a term of employment. Mm -hmm. And then the employer can't say, well, since we don't have to, we're going to scale that back. You can't do that. Once you've done it, it becomes a term. And then if you try to take it back, it could potentially result in a constructive dismissal. But the employers here, you know, looking at from the employer's perspective, they're faced with a situation where they're going to have to spend a lot more money on, on labor and uh, labor costs given these new changes to the minimum wage. And they figure they have to save money somewhere. A Tim Hortons franchise can't, uh, can't increase their prices. They can't do that unilaterally. They can't mm. charge more for coffee because that's a corporate decision. So what, what are they going to do? They have to do, it, do that on the back of the employees, which is why I think, and I've said this before, this whole change in the minimum wage, even though I, I, I think it looks good at first glance, is going to be problematic. A lot of people are going to lose their job or at the very least have some of their entitlements clawed back. Yeah, apparently, according to this, besides losing paid breaks, the document states that workers with more than five years of service will pay 50 percent of the cost of benefits. Employees uh, with between six months and five years of service will have to pay 75 percent. And an employee with more than five years service prior to this, their benefits were covered 100 percent by the company. And uh, some of the employees here, they're not you know, giving their names, but they're saying, you know, those benefits are what kept me there. Now you're going to make, make me pay that. I don't understand why you can take it away. It sounds like you're penalizing your staff because the government is trying to help your staff. I would imagine this is going to create a lot of toxic workplaces. It, it really will. And for you know, employees making not minimum wage or right around there, uh, the cost of benefits could be substantial. You could be talking about a few hundred dollars, $200, $300 a month. If you're making minimum wage, that's going to be a lot of money. So for an employee not to have to pay for some or all of that themselves, is significant and it's gonna it's gonna make obviously an uncomfortable work environment for some employees it may be less worthwhile now to work they may be better off sitting at home and then doing other things maybe collecting unemployment so i i I really do think that this is a a bigger problem we've just seen the beginning of it i've already had calls from employees that have lost their jobs because of this change to the minimum wage uh nothing that they've done wrong and i can understand it from the employer's perspective i'm not blaming the employers here they're between a rock and a hard place yeah, well, another employee said, you know, without those, uh, you know, with unpaid breaks and having the 50% uh, uh, cost of benefits on their back, their biweekly paycheck will actually be $51 lower than it was before the minimum wage hike. That's huge. And of course, that would be a constructive dismissal. And, and mm-hmm. the flip side of what we talked about, the employees having a choice, an employee that's trying to save money and implements these changes may find itself, number one, losing good valued employees, and number two, having to pay them substantial severance depending on, on the circumstances. So there goes the money savings potentially. Uh, and they may have a harder time keeping and, and retaining and hiring good employees because of these new payment arrangements. So, you know, it's again, employers may find themselves in an even more difficult situation than they may realize right now. Mm, and there's calls for boycotting that uh, Coburg, uh, the Coburg Tim Hortons. So, you know, you can imagine, okay, now we're not getting the same uh, amount of customers in. There's a problem. We're not pulling in the same amount of money. Long and the short, Lior, if your boss comes to you now and says, look it, you're going to have to sign these because the minimum wage, uh, we've had uh, some changes with the minimum wage. Of course, it's now $14 an hour. We're going to have to cut back uh, your paid breaks and things like that. Don't, don't sign it right away. Is that your uh, advice? 
Well, I, I think the, the problem here is this. Once you sign it and you accept it, not only have you accepted it, but by doing that, you've opened the door and allowed the employer to make these changes again in the future. So it's not just a one-time thing. If you allow this change this first time, the second time, you don't have the option to treat that as a constructive dismissal. So what I say to employees hmm. is if you're faced with this change and the employer is trying to implement it, understand what your other option is. Understand how much severance you could be owed and decide what's better for you. Is it better for you to continue working with these new changes or is it better to leave with that severance, whatever that is, and look for other employment? Once you open that door, that first time a crack, the employer can kick it open. So that's, it's a big deal to accept changes in terms of employment, even if you look at it from a long-term standpoint. And if you want to find out how much severance you are uh, deserved? Well, if you want to find out, a, a tool that's available, I've created it, so I stand behind it, severancepaycalculator.com. It's a free tool. Anyone can check it out and, and find out how much they would be owed. You, you simply answer three questions anonymously. Uh, it's severancepaycalculator.com.